Hello, 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 and welcome to the ASAP Podcast episode 2. As we said before, it's just light-hearted banter with the Lurgan lads living in lockdown. I'm just waiting on Sean getting on here, and then we'll obviously continue on. Typical, always late, run to Starbucks he was. Didn't even offer me one either. What am I lagging? Everybody boo for Sean. I don't know if I heard that. Are you? What's happening? Not a lot, not a lot. Just home there from a uh, quick Starbucks run before Dennis. Right, slagging you. We, we flat white to get. I was slagging you before you. Yeah. Oh, were you? Why, what were you yeah, saying? I went and got a Starbucks and forgot about me and then I've done this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got a soundboard now. This is, this is dangerous for you, a soundboard. We're moving up in the world of this only episode two. Yeah, so thanks everybody who's listening live or going to join us. This is episode two. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Well, tell me how your day was anyway, Sean. I'm going to put the link up here on all the socials. Get people joining in. No worries. Yeah, so... Again, folks, welcome back. Um, thanks to everybody that's joining and anybody that's listened to the first, the first episode. Um, it is this is the ASAP podcast. Um, again, Poggy is not available tonight. Um, he he was watching the rumble last night with a few babies, and his um, few babies have carried on into uh, another sash, so he will not be joining. Um, but we will get him on at some stage, and we will get talking. Um, we, we, I was going to talk about the Rumble today at some stage, but we've said it not to, so there's no spoilers for anybody that might have seen it yet. Gives Adam a chance as well to, to get watching it. But we have a few things that me and Adam used to sort of talk about on Extreme coming up for you. Um, we'll die today, another day in lockdown. Um, work, uh, watch TV, went for a coffee. Don't think, I don't think you can get any more exciting than that. Well, my day was best. my first day back to work after two and a half weeks. Uh, so, it was like I was never away, basically. Uh, just walked in, and nothing had changed. Straight back into the deep end. Same shit working in retail. You know, yourself. And uh, keep an eye on Twitter all day, because anybody who's a football fan will just transfer a deadline day. And I'm only going to touch on this briefly, because uh, I am fucking sick of West Ham's owners. They can go fuck themselves. And I'll just leave it at that. Because because <laughs> if I go on if I go on anymore. No, I, uh, I don't know. Bastards, that's all they are. Absolutely bastards. <laughs> uh, so as Sean said about the things that we used to do when we we're extreme, right? Let's sort of run in order for the night. Uh, we're going to do a weekly top five. So Sean, if you want to let them know what it, what our top five is. Yeah, so top five this week is one that me and Adam have a few similarities in the last time. I wonder if it's still the same. So this is TV shows we're going to do top fives of today. Um, as I said, Adam, he, I have 16 wrote down in front of me and I still haven't picked a top five out of them. So um, <laughs> this is going to be quite hard. 
Right, and we're obviously allowed a few honourable mentions. I have, I have my top five down, and I have three honourable mentions. Are we going? Are we going like pick for pick, like we normally do, or do you want to go through your whole top five and then I go through mine? Or right, well, we'll go through the we'll go through our honourable mentions first. So my honourable mentions will be the fall, which was the BBC drama set in Northern Ireland. Jimmy. Jimmy Dornan. I was going to say Jamie Bryson there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have You, the Netflix classic, which uh, about, yes. about, the, about the stalker yeah. guy. And we have The Crown, which only just finished there, which is actually fantastic. Still, still haven't actually watched that. So if you've talked three honourable mentions, I'll take three. Um, one that was in my list the last time, Adam. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad. It's, it's dropped uh, down. It's, dro- it's, it's dropped out now, so honourable. It's, it's out of there. Um, another honourable mention for me would have to be Stranger Things. Again, it was in my top five the last time. It's dropped out. Jesus. Um, and my last honourable mention is going to go to Game of Thrones, which was also in the top five the last time, and has dropped out. Well, my top five... Remains as it was, as far as I can remember. That was a year ago we done this. Really? Uh, something popped up in my Facebook memories. We were on extreme a year yeah. ago. Yeah. So, uh, my top five, as far as I know, has stayed the yeah. same. Like to be fair, I did watch a lot of different stuff over lockdown, but nothing really jumped out at me, you know. So we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Yeah. We'll go well, with my five. If we're going to start off at number yeah, five. Right, you go. You, you you run through your five first, then. Maybe. Right. So five is par, and that includes book two, which was like the. Right. I wouldn't really say a spin-off because it was just a direct continuation of the same story. So we'll go par for five. Uh, we have suits at four. Right. Which, in fairness, was a bit shit after Meghan Markle left, but. She had other things to do, like break <laughs> up the royal family. Uh, so maybe the next season of The Crown yes. may be about her. <laughs> you never know. Uh, we have Line of Duty 3. Anybody who doesn't know what Line of Duty is, season 6 is actually on the way. Should be here around March. Uh, it's just a cop drama. We have Peaky Blinders at number 2. Don't need to say any more about that. It's just an absolute masterpiece. And we have Sons of Anarchy at number one. Never will be removed from the top spot. Classic. Best show ever. End of. End of story. So, so obviously we, there's two, two years that are the same as mine, and they're actually in the same spots. So um, I, think, I think you already know yourself what they are. Um, but if we're going to start off number five, um, I don't, I can't remember if I included this the last time, but it's it's one that should have included if it didn't because it is up there with one of my favourite shows. That it, it's a go-to for me, which is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, um, just absolutely unreal, brilliant comedy. You know what I mean? It's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so it's there. These next two are ones that I sort of got into through lockdown, and purely because. They're sort of relatively new to like the likes of Netflix and Disney Plus. Um, the next one is The Mandalorian, 
um, Disney Plus series. Yeah. Um, sort of in the it's in the mm-hmm. Star Wars side, side of things. Um, absolutely love it. Um, big geek like myself, like myself loves that side of things. I've, um, I've Cobra Kai. I never liked Star Wars, so that doesn't really interest me. Hold Cobra Kai. I've been hearing a lot about that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So it's it's essentially if anybody hasn't seen it, it's the Karate Kid, but it's Daniel Larusso and Johnny Lawrence as adults so starting up their round of dojos again. So you've Miyagi Do Karate and Cobra. I thought you broke up there. Can you hear yeah, me? I thought you broke up there. Two seconds. I'm just gonna switch my audio. No, no, I should, should still be here. I just want to switch my audio. No worries. Can you talk away there. Yeah, no worries. So, again, Cobra Kai, continuation from the Karate Kid. Um, we have, as I said, the two dojos. Um, a lot of twists and turns in it. A lot of things happen. But it's it's sort of got the same sort of cheesiness as back in the day, like back when the original Karate Kid was out, but... It, it is something that I really, really enjoyed since it's came out. And then um, number two, exact same as Autumn, Piggy Blenders. And number one, Sons of Anarchy. It's an absolute belter of a show. And brought me and Autumn both to tears. Oh, lad. Don't even mention it. Don't even mention it. Fucking ages. You've no excuse not to see it now. But that, that's that's the top five. Sons of Anarchy, number one, same as yours. Number two, Peaky Blinders, same as yours. Number three, Cobra Kai. Number four, Mandalorian. Number five, Brooklyn. Yeah. No, that's a solid, that's a very solid top five. But Cobra Kai, another one that just doesn't... See, I'm the worst person for looking at a show, and if it doesn't jump out at me, I'm just like, nah, not going to watch it. Like, people recommend shows to me all the time, and... See, there's one I sort of, there's a show that sort of I watched recently, but I didn't really, I, I sort of included it in my initial list and then took it off my initial list, because there's only one season of it, I can't judge it right, just yet, because it's Bridgerton, uh, absolute, it groped me in, it was very good, but there's only been one season, so you can't judge it properly, because you don't know if the second season or the third season is going to be yeah, as good as the I first. I saw something on Facebook or Twitter or was it? I think Nicholas sent me it. It was scenes not to watch with your parents, and there's a lot of them. Is it just writing? Like, is it softcore porn? Like, no, there's, there's there's a few there's a few ones in it, like, but there, there's one in particular where they, they basically go to essentially like a brothel back in the day, and it's just like it's it's riding everywhere. You walk into the house, and it's riding on the stairs, riding on the seats, on the floor, on the poofies. <laughs> On everything. Back in the day, I was the sort of guy to go to a party like that and wouldn't even be offered a drink. Never made anything else. Or else I'd be too <laughs> drunk and I was offered and just wouldn't fuck But it, it... But yeah, that's top fives. Nice, nice, nice and early. Done, dusted. Yeah. Uh, um, again, we will... It's something we've done, we've done, done it in the stream. We'll yeah, continue uh, to do it here. I think maybe... I'll, I sort of just threw this on the last minute. Like... But I think maybe next week we will do our top fives on, let's say, movies. Top five movies next week? Yep. I think that's the best way to go. So again, anybody listening, feel free to drop us your top fives under mm-hmm. under the post that we'll, we'll put up on the socials after. Um, 
we can we can rattle that out and see what you think as well, um, as well as yourselves. And again, you can comment your favourite TV shows. Probably put a post up for that too, just to get your, the listeners' feedback as well. What, what sort of shows you enjoy? There's people in my work, and they're always going on about Grey's Anatomy. But I looked it up, and there's about ninety-five thousand seasons. I come up, I don't have the commitment for it. It has been going a long time. Nice. Nice. My, my next. Um, my next series, um, I've been told quite a bit about, is Vikings, so that's the next one for me to watch. Well, it's sort of later on, I heard. I honestly don't know, I've never never looked it up, know nothing about it, bar that apparently it's a good show, so I'm just going to get stuck in it and just watch it and see what happens. Was it WWE 24 in the life of Edge coming back? Remember for last year's Royal Rumble? He said he was in a few shows, and I think he imagined he was in it. No, but I'll, I'll find out when I get stuck and into it. Yeah, That's if I keep it on. Um, oh, well, anybody really at all, like any? Because wrestlers nowadays are quite big in, into the movies and TV shows now. Because Sasha Banks was actually in The What's Mandalorian, she? so. Yeah, season two, she was in it. Minute one. <laughs> <laughs> she's in she's in quite a few episodes like but it's you can't just jump in the if you're watching the Mandalorian yeah, you're watching the whole lot well, or just just YouTube Sasha Banks Sasha Banks jumping into the world of uh, acting and cameos how long before she's going to be on the Just Seed adverts with a Snoop Dogg <laughs> quite soon I, I would say she's on the adverts let me tell you Big <laughs> yeah. time, Sasha Banks is a beard. So, I uh, was talking before this and I said that I've got a wee secret segment that I'm going to sneak in. Right, anybody... You did, and I don't know what it is, it, I'm it intrigued. Is right, when you come to my house, who is always the vocal point? Who always has a bit of crack with the lads? And who always comes off with the most random shit? Bernie. So, she is well known around the town. Bernie. She's the woman with the two dogs. And Sean, she comes off with some absolute clinkers. <laughs> right, so this segment. She does like. She this really, segment really does. on the podcast, we are going to call Bernie's Banter. Bernie's Banter. So, every week. Fuck me, that sound effect is the wrong up, doesn't it? we'll just let it play out there. Alright, thanks, Phil. Uh, we'll, we'll get the grips of the soundboard. Uh, so every week I'm going to come up with a story. Well, not come up with, I'm going to tell everybody a story about Bernie, which made me laugh. A lot of these have probably featured on my Facebooks over the years, but one was about, I'd say it was about a year ago. Now, I only work around the corner, and I came back from my lunch one day. And I come in and she says, Adam, there's something wrong with Bingo. Now, Bingo's my big golden retriever. Best dog about. Don't care what anybody says. Would you agree, Sean? He's a great dog. He is a good dog, I have to say. He's and a very I goes, good dog. What do you mean there's something wrong with Bingo? Was he sick or is, is he limping or what? And she goes, no, he's got two big lumps on him. And I says, what do you mean, what do you mean he's got two big lumps on him? Adam, he's two big lumps, two big black lumps on him. 
And I went and checked. And I said, Mary can't see them. And she came in and she goes, there. There were his balls. Yes. Are you serious? Said, Bingo's testicles. She says, what? Testicles? I didn't know dogs. Was she grabbing no, them? No, she was afraid of them. She says, testicles? I didn't know dogs had testicles. <laughs> oh, Bernie never feels to me. Like, seriously. A woman, like, of her age, I know, I know, you know that's... Like, a dog has bodily parts as well as humans, like. How does she think puppies come about? I don't know, maybe the stork brings it. Or I don't know, she finds an ad in the Largo Mail. <laughs> that's, that's where puppies come from. That's, that's where we got Alex. <laughs> an ad Oh, Jesus. Bernie's bothered. If you ever want to meet Bernie, uh, during the summer she's on Nosy Row on North Street every night between 7 and 9. Coming to the late nights. So, fair pair though, she's on the go all the time. She'll be the one with two dogs. Your mad dogs like to get out and fight. That's right, dogs. Walked in Lurgan. Uh, there was actually one night. Not one night. One day I was actually working in Belfast with at the time. Uh, and our friend Carrie Lee, her sister Kirsty, texted me. And said, Adam, is there something wrong with your mum? Or is everything okay? And I says, yeah, why? She says, there's some woman. This woman used to walk the dogs for us. I said, there's some crazy woman up the town with your two dogs and I can't find your man. So, if, if I'm out with the dogs or Paul's out with the dogs or somebody else is out with the dogs, everybody assumes my man is dead or something. Like, your man's always out with the dogs, like? going to do when dogs die, like, they're not, they're not getting any younger. No, they're, they're definitely not getting any over them dogs. Um, <laughs> as long as I've known, known you, like, you've had Bingo and oh, Alex about the house. Somebody like. just commented, I, I, I don't know whose page it is, uh, just said I can verify that story, about obviously about Bingo's balls, and Daki said, go on the boys. Uh, but yes, that, if you can verify yourself, that'd be great. Uh, but yes, that, that, that story of the... It, is that Pogue? Oh, it's our Michael. Ah, uh, Mickey. It's Michael. Right. There we go. Um, but yes, so is, is this going to be a rag on him? You're going to give no, us a story I, every week? Bernie's mother is going to be a, a segment on the podcast, without a doubt. She's famous She's famous around there. I'll get, I'll get her Facebook famous or viral someday. Make a mint after. <laughs> right. So, la- so, what do you have next in store uh, tonight? Well, obviously, we're going to talk about our funny drunk stories. Uh, you, allu- you alluded. You alluded the one last night that you were keeping everybody in suspense. So I'm gonna, gonna let you have the floor. And am I right in saying it involves? Uh, and every time sort of matters. A car and traffic lights. You you would be right in saying that. Yes. Um, so. I, can't, I don't even I don't even know what if it's Saturday, or Sunday, or Thursday, or whatever. But it's just it's a night that I'll never forget purely because of what I brought home. Um, so 
I'm going to tell you what it brought home first of all, and then explain the story. Because once I tell you what it actually brought home, you'll be like, how did you even get that? So what I ended up coming home with one night drunk was the red traffic light. They're not, not the full set of traffic light, the red light out of the traffic light I had in my home for a long, long time. I tried to get it working, but no matter how much I tried to get it connected to the power source, it just would not turn on. I think whatever it happened to it had damaged it completely and broke it. But yeah, the, the actual, the red, so just that one red part, that one square was in my hands and um, I took it on. That is absolutely amazing. So how I got that, you might ask. Here, there's your creepy laugh one, or that one is. So the story behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, as out courthouse, having a bit of crack, kind of it was, it was out with Dai Herc ones, I think, and Daki was there too. It was me, Daki, Malloy, and I think Sis. Us guys out. I think it must have been like a random Sunday or Thursday or something, um, but. Yeah, out a few drinks. And there was this woman sitting at the bar and like she was drinking like hell, she painting after paint, she was on the spirits and everything. And then like she was asked to leave. You know, she got she that bit drunk. Um so away she went and away she went out and that was, she was away she went out and that was it. I thought, right, that's her gone, well we'll not see her again. But, like it was out it was getting close to the end of the night anyway, I think that's why she was told to leave. So the next thing we know is um there's a bit of a commotion outside, and everybody sort of starts to go out to see what's going on. People are coming in and say, oh, you see what happened? Did you see what happened? So obviously us, me, us boys being us boys, we go, let's go and investigate. So there we walk outside, and the exact same wee woman who was told to leave had drove her car from, must have been from the back of the courthouse, round to the front of the courthouse to where the traffic light is, and straight into the traffic light. Traffic light totally bent over, the top had smashed off, the cops are everywhere. Um, and obviously because everybody was drunk they're all out laughing and having a bit of crack with it and stuff but then the police were all like how are we getting this car moved so everybody being drunk and as drunk as they were we all went and moved this car pushed this car in the middle of the street everybody like everybody from the courthouse was blocked all moved this car to the road they just happened to spy that the light was loose on the traffic light so while the police were distracted I just sort of lifted it and ran back over to my mates and we were starting there for ages with it and like trying to hide it. And I was thinking to myself, I want to keep this. How am I getting this home? So we all took a few pictures with it and stuff. I need to find them. But I goes, how am I getting this past the police? To get away on down the street to get home. So I put on my head and pretend it was a hat. And walked past well, the police as good as you like. a pretty big head like, so it probably fits. It probably did look like a hat. <laughs> But like all of its traffic light, it's a time to look like a hot. <laughs> but anyway, away we went, so we got home. Thanos head, eh? But um, so got it, got it home and had it for ages and ages, and then because I could never get it working, I just eventually decided to get rid of it. But yeah, that's probably the most randomest object I've ever got home in my life is a f- the f- one one light, the traffic light. Not just the traffic light, the red traffic light. So if anybody has. The red one, the red one. Oh, that was amazing. I, I love that story. It's one of my favourite stories. So, that was pretty interesting. Because 
music well composed anytime I usually go out and usually too blocked or remember anything, so uh I probably will like will even have forgot about that. Uh now I had Shay, the guy I work with in insert company name here. I was like, I'm not going to say something on here, could end up getting sacked. So okay. we were on a, our insert company name here, Christmas night out. Uh, we were at a, an, esta- an establishment okay. in Lurgan, just outside Craven. Some might it rhymes with fable, so it was the stables. It was great, and right. he, he was there that night, even if he can remember, because all the boys got him on the purple desk. And he was, he was, he was gone. So, sure, Mickey's old now. So, but anyway, we were all having a bit of, we we're all having a drink, having a bit of crack, and we all planned to go back to Shea's house. Right. So this story had it's it's quite long. There's a few parts to it, and it actually ends with not me, but somebody else bringing something or someone back with him or her. So. We okay. decided to leave and we're walking down towards the town and uh, Shay says, Adam, I'm going to, me and Kane are going to go down William Street to go to the station grill. There's the key to my house. Go you and Callum on. We're obviously, we had a carry out there. So that was Grammy and Callum headed on down and waited on Shay and Kane getting back. And Kane came back with what could only be described as a female that you wouldn't look at twice if you were blind. Right, so okay. him and the female went up the stairs. The deed was done. Now at this point Callum was panicking because he knew his friend had made a mistake. And he was pacing up and down the floor. And he kept saying, Bye, what the fuck am I going to do? What am I, I need to go up there and stop this. And I actually thought he was jealous. He, he was because they're, they're, they sort of they fancy each other. Like. He says, I need to go and stop this. And he goes, fucking. Right, okay. Okay, I work. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying 1am ones, 1am sort of romances and work. <laughs> but anyway, I said, snap out of it. You'll be all right. We'll sort it out when he's finished. So we came back down. There he was. And he goes, Boys, what the fuck did I just do? And we were like, Right, well, what happened? What happens now? It's just down here. And he goes, No, fuck. Adam, get rid of her. I said, What do you mean? What do you mean, mate? What do you mean, get rid of her? He says, Well, I don't know what to say. And he goes, 30 seconds ago, you were inside her. And now you're telling me to get rid of her. And he goes, aye, aye, but, but, but you're my boss. You're more sensible than me. And I bear my name stand here in a pair of short shorts, sliders and socks with a bucket hat and sunglasses on me at half one in the morning. So I don't think sensible is the right word to describe either. And I just goes, right, fuck's sake. So the girl came into Shay's living room and I says, do you want a drink? No, just trying to, I didn't really know what to say. He says, do you want a drink? And she was all, no, I'm all right. And he says, uh, do you want me to order you a taxi? She says, oh, am I going? And I goes, well, it's not really our house and the host is laying there sleeping. So I, I think he'd freak out if he woke up and saw a stranger in his house. 
And she goes, right, fair enough. So when she was walking to the door, at, at this point she had forgot that I actually didn't order a taxi. I don't know how she got home. And she got to the door. And when I opened the door, I goes, right, happy Christmas, all the best. And she turned around and says, oh, I didn't get his number. And I just says, well, I don't think he's going to be calling you. And throws the door in her face. <laughs> so you had to essentially get rid of somebody else's one I night had stand. To put out a one night stand, which isn't the best position to ever be put in. Like no, you weren't even that no, you weren't involved. Well, in the funniest part about that story is that uh, he told I don't me to get rid of her because I'm more sensible. While I looked a bigger dick than he did. He just didn't have the cojones no, to do himself. Uh, I'll not even finish that sentence. He used his cojones, we'll put it that way. <laughs> so, as the night went on, <laughs> Shay, the host, passed out in his living room. Because Shay, he's, he's, he's only a young fella. He can't, he can't drink like the boys. You know what I mean? So. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. To cut a long story short, we saw, we, we found a box of eggs, and three boys standing there, and let's play catch with the eggs. And when I mean catch, I mean drop, let's drop all the eggs. Uh, so we were fucking about with the eggs, made an absolute mess of the place, tidied it all up, and then when we went back into work a few days later, we were told there was eggs in the dishwasher, there was eggs I think there was eggs in the in the cupboards. There was eggs in, eggs in the toaster. The glass, the glasses that were in the dishwasher were all stained with eggs. So that night went from a what Christmas do to me torfing out somebody else's one day stand and making scrambled eggs everywhere at half one one. Would you say it was an excellent night? Oh, Sean, you didn't. Did you just say that? <laughs> I did, I had to. I had to, I had to do that. So, let's see if anybody else has if there's any questions or anything. Uh, we don't. Well, my mate Tony from work also. I have a lot of work stories. We've had many a night out, and they've all just been, been mad. But another night where we're in Shay's house, and there's this really expensive chair in Shay's living room. That any time I'm in his house, I sit on. Because it's the comfiest chair. And when I get a bit drunk, I just want, I just want to sit down in okay. the chair. You know yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. Comfort yeah. comes first. So we this house party was going on. It, it was only meant to be a few ones out of work and a few friends. But word got out. Other people got invited. And when other people got invited, their friends were coming. So... I don't really know what happened, but I went into the living room, I'd say it was about half two, and I says, that's it, I'm going down to sit on my seat. So as I was about to sit down on the seat, I was like, do you know the position between standing and sitting? I was on my way down yeah. to sit. And Tony shouted out of nowhere, this is all slow motion to me when I'm thinking about it, Adam, do not sit on that. I was halfway down. I was at the point of no return. And I had to sit on the chair on this expensive 
expensive chair keeled over with me under it. And I lay there in utter shock that my comfy chair had been destroyed. Now obviously this really pissed Shay off. Well not really him, his, his parents because it was an expensive chair. And then I felt bad because I thought I broke it. But I fucking didn't. So Shay if you're listening, I fucking didn't. Somebody else did and I just sat on it. It's nothing to do with me being fat, alright? So somebody makes at least somebody fixed it half heartedly and then you went down and looked at me. I always sit in that chair. That's my chair. Well you did get a warning. I well I was halfway down. That's like jumping out of a plane and somebody saying, Hey, you've no parachute. <laughs> Fuck all you can do about it. <laughs> Try and find somebody with one to hold on to. Well, you can't you can't glide through the air at them, you know. Like it, it, people do that. Maybe if I lose a few stone, although maybe if I lose adjust your body, where your body's kind of the wings or something. I don't know. How the fuck can you glide through the air? Have to grab yourself. <laughs> How can you not? Have you not? Have you not seen the people that do like gliding between planes? Yeah, but I'm not one of them people. Oh, but it's still possible. You can still do it. Well, that's right. When lockdown's over, we'll hire a plane and we'll see how if we can glide. But I'm taking out life insurance before it. <laughs> I've already got life insurance, so we're sweet. Will, you? you get yours and we'll do it. Um, I need it. <laughs> uh, but if we're talking dropping stories, if we're talking dropping stories, I've got a belt there on you. Um, from my house. Um, is, is this the is this the Jack Daniel so story? It was one of the nights. No, it's not that one. Oh, fuck um, that. was it actually the same night? I don't know. It might have been, you know. I don't know if it's the same night, but it, it would have been a similar event. No, because that was a Super Bowl party, wasn't it, you near Brooklyn? No, this was a McGregor fight. So I'd, uh, I'd invited the, like a few a few of the boys around um, my house. Um, Conor McGregor fighting. Obviously, all the boys wanted to watch it. It was back when McGregor was um, the best thing since sliced bread and was undefeated I was and whatnot. Child men, child men. Um, so it was the... Yeah, so away we go. We're sitting there. Everybody's ready for the fight. Um, all drinking away. So I have two McGregor stories, and they'll come quite close to each other here. Um, so the first one... Obviously, Conor McGregor wins. Bates Mendes. All the boys are going, yeah, yeah. Everybody's all like, get up, go on, McGregor. Go on, McGregor. Stuck in them. Everybody's like loving life. And um, the next thing the boys hear, a bit of... <laughs> a, bit, a bit of sobbing going on. I mean, everybody sort of turned around. There's Adam down with his head in his hands, on his knees, crying, going, I'm just so proud of him. You know what I mean? He's Irish and I'm Irish. I'm just proud of him. I'm just proud of him. Adam in tears. Crying because Conor McGregor has this one fight. It was five o'clock in the morning. I was two. I was two bottles of wine deep, and I just got a tattoo, so my blood was thin. All right. I just, I just got emotional. All right. Where's Hammer just saying to me, Jupe? Where's Hammer? He was crying. I knew things were going to be good for me. 
<laughs> and then the next one is even better. So, again, I invited the boys round to my house. Again, I invited the boys round to my house for another drink. Conor McGregor's fighting, fighting for the title against Jose Aldo. All the boys oh, are sitting wait, wait, there. Wait, wait. Everybody's ready. We've all, we've all managed to stay awake. That was the night of Daggy's 18th. Yeah. I didn't go back to your house to watch Aldo. As with Demo here. No, you, no, you weren't. You were with us because you um, went to get a drink and missed the knockout. I admit. You literally I went to top up your drink. And all of, it was in my I, house. I could have swore it was here. No, it was my house because you went to get a drink. And oh, fuck, I don't know. I was drunk anyway. You went, to, you went down to my kitchen because you came back up and um, by the time you got back up, Aldo was not knocked out. McGregor I won. think you should tell the, the Jack Daniels story. Right, well, for anybody that's sort of like, close close friends, that if anybody that's listening would know this, but my dad has quite a big Jack Daniels collection and has it... He's quite a lot that's bigger now than what it would have been back then, but the cabinet it filled would have been like three three sections across on like the amount of bottles and stuff in there. There's like bottles that are like probably at the time would have been about twenty year old and stuff. Um there's like all different collectibles, things that it's, like I've ordered online, th- rare things. And um, the collection's probably worth over a grand at this stage. Um so we were sitting in the living room again, all the lads around my house. But Adam Absolutely, airbag stands up on curbs in to the Jack Daniels collection and sort of tries to pull it as he's fallen. And the whole cupboard starts to sort of lean. And I mean, I have never seen all the boys move as quick in my life to push this back because they all know what this, if that would have been broke, that was my life ended. Never mind anybody else's. But, um, nothing was damaged, nothing was broke. Thankfully, but for a brief second, everybody mm-hmm. in that room pooped their pants. Yeah, that, the best about it was I was oblivious to the whole thing until I was told about it the next day. It's it's quite quite distensive collection. Like it's now it's now bigger. It's spread out more. There's a hell of a lot more, hell of a lot more. But yeah, so Adam. Tends to be in quite a mess when he drinks. The, the, the old um, so the old is quite funny. I'm not as bad as I was. I'm a bit more sensible than I is. I would like to think. That's because you're a damn or an anything, no, probably. Probably because. It's the not life. I to think. Ah, under the thumb. That's probably what it is. You, you could say. You know, you 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 grow up, you settle down. Like I'm definitely. Like I'm definitely not getting any more sensible. I think my stories are probably getting worse. Uh, I but uh, you're uh, no, you'll never, you'll never change. I just like if like I'll tell you a story now. Right? Uh, this is a story that Donny McGee. It's his favorite story. He says it's about me. Um, so me and Donny were out drinking one one Sunday night. Um, not one Sunday night. One Sunday. So it's no way ones where. Down on a Saturday, or down on a Sunday morning from the Saturday night. So me and Donny were like, frig it. We'll go to the courthouse, 
couple of pints, couple of games of pool, watch the football. And I goes, aye, that's fine. I'm only having a couple of pints though because I'm going out with my girlfriend. So it shows you how long ago that was. Oh, that was So, that's that's all well and good. Like, that's no ball. So, um, we we were in the pub um, drinking away and stuff. And Danny goes, make sure I'm getting the taste for this. Like, I, I, I want to stay out. And he goes, I wish I could love, but I'm going out here you know, by date and stuff with girl. Um, Danny was like, how about this? If you really want to go on a date tonight, you'll be at me best of three games of pool. Right. That's like no ball. Me and Danny have quite, me and Danny are quite evenly matched in pool. Um, I goes, no ball. Let's go. First game he sat up, he absolutely spanked me. When I say spanked me, I'd say I had like maybe six balls left on the table. I was like, oh fuck, what have I got myself into? As like next game, boom, sat them up. I beat him, left him with three balls on the table. So it all came down to this one game. Uh, sat them up. Three intense game. He had sort of got on the black first. I pulled it back. Black ball fight. So the black ball went on a wee bit. I it up. And then um, Donny won. Donny won. So Donny didn't expect me to do what happened next, but I got the phone out and I phoned and I said, look, Donny beat my best. Best league games of pool. I'm out all night with him. So. And then. <laughs> so I stayed out in the drink all night. But then the worst part about it is when it came to the end of the night when we were planning to go to the burn, we went back to his house for him to get changed. He freaking fell asleep. Oh, I, 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 what I can't you do? Do it on I had you to go crawling back to the woman then? No, I went home at like 12 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I think I might have actually creeped into the burn before <laughs> I went home too. Real quick. Messy bomb and away you went. <laughs> Called in too for a favour, thank you. And I went home. Got a big date that's when I went. That's, that's actually sounds right. But Donnie maintains that's his favourite story. Of your ex. Do you remember the night we all went to the coach? <laughs> I know the story you're going to say, and this is actually how it is. There is Ganda nearly getting battered, and Sean's ex nearly breaking her neck. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about Ganda nearly getting battered because this. No, tell you what. I'll talk about you in this part, and you talk about me for the second part. Right. So we were in. No, you you said all. Cause, no, you go through it all. You go through all this, and I'll pitch in when you need me. I think in the second part, you were the one that witnessed it, whereas I didn't. I was only partial to what happened. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, so right, right, First right. part of it, me, Sean, go on ahead. The, uh, the Almonds, and the coach, Joel Corey, great night. Tunes pumping, and we were standing. We we were VIP, weren't we? We were in the wee VIP bar, and uh, yeah, we were in the VIP bar. Yeah, just sort of standing there, and this fella kept fucking. This fella just kept eyeballing, eyeballing Ganda. That's before Ganda knew how to box, certainly. Ganda's not a confrontational person anyway. But uh, we were just standing there, and this guy was just stern, Ganda through for about ten minutes. And then he just walked up to Ganda and offered him outside to fight. 
And Gandalf's all, what? He goes, I'll knock your fucking, you look at me again. Come on outside. And Gandalf's all, no. At this point, Sean caught wind of it. And Sean just walks over. And Sean, just being the, the calm, collective, come easy goes, you guys are like, just goes, what's going on here? And uh, the, the, the old fella goes, you're a mate talking to me, I ain't going to knock his fucking. And Sean goes, you have to go through me first. And he went and, what, did he like faint a headbutt at you? Is that, is that what he done? He fainted a headbutt? Uh, you literally didn't even and I just laughed. And just looked at him and smiled. And that freaked him out. And he just sort of like, just like you would see in the cartoons, they just sort of back away, step by step. And then Sean just turned around, didn't even speak to me again, just shrugged his shoulders, turned around, and walked back to the bar. And I was just like, what in the name of fuck just happened in the last 30 seconds? Poor Gander was standing there, his face was, his, his face was white. <laughs> the very, he was a big lad, like, yeah, I think he would have, I think he would have beat him up. He probably could have talked to me too, but he just, he, <laughs> just one of them things, you just have to, doesn't let him know that, no. <laughs> um, but then afterwards, fast when the night was over, over, end of the night, we're leaving to go outside. Um, autumn, Urbag. No, no, no Good way to put it. Urbag, after a full, full night in the, um, <laughs> crossing the road, gets to the island part in the middle of the road. Autumn is like, oh, oh, here we go. And pokes his ring up. Absolutely pokes his ring up. And then, Went across the road and um girlfriend at the time um ran across to try and make sure she didn't get hit by a car and slips and falls and Adam's sick. <laughs> oh fuck. That is disgusting. Um well she was alright, like she was alright, she didn't so, get hurt, she just had probably half an eight uh, uh, curry chip or something in her on all of her like but and whatever I drank that night. So it probably wasn't the most pleasant experience for <laughs> No, but it is just stupid funny stories, like, you know. Um, of loads of it. Yeah, things you things that you do. So. About these stories, like. uh, so, you could indeed. I, I was just having a wee nosy on uh, Twitter there. Uh, oh, I'm just going to do a shameless shout out for my girlfriend's wee business that she's doing. She's doing a wee business venture where she's going to like design her own I got her a vinyl machine for Christmas so she's going to be able to print t-shirts to put designs on glass like no glass things like happy 18th happy birthday she does things for kids so I'm just going to ask everybody to go on the Facebook and follow Nick Snacks which is N-I-C-S space N-I-C S Yes, I have to write that down. I fucking forgot how to spell her. So if everybody could go on that, and then when she becomes a millionaire, she'll sponsor this podcast, and then I will be a millionaire. And Sean. So, land the... Yes, I, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. And it just means if we ever decide to, like, get our own merchandise and all, she'd be able to do it. 
<laughs> for free. Sorry, caught. Yeah, caught her. which is handy. We 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 just have we just have to we we'll have to buy the t-shirts. She yep. can do all the printing. At, at a disc at a discounted rate, I hope. I think. I, oh yeah, I think definitely has to be. No one else could get charged well, extra. She wouldn't charge you any extra. She charged me just because it's me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, you have me. Why do you need a discount? And then I, I can't really argue. And then I can't really argue <laughs> that because she's from Belfast and she'd knock my wallet in. So I'll do the business end of things then for that. Yeah, but you, you, you sort the negotiations out with her because I'll, I'll, end, up this, I'll end up paying, making us pay more because I've got into a row <laughs> But. Um, definitely something that I think we should get a t-shirt made up anyway for us, Adam. Um, you mean you mean Pokey? to show up. If Pokey ever shows up, if not, this is going to have to change the name. Keep it ASAP, but just replace the po- the Pokey yeah. with something else. Right. Open for suggestions. What should the P stand for? Us? Adam and Sean. Oh, it's this Adam and Sean podcast. Uh, but what about the other A? Adam and Sean. Mm-hmm. Adam, Sean and Pokey, are It's A, A- S. Ah, fuck, I don't know. I just say for... Ah, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that another time. But, folks, what we do have now is we we got the social set up, so SAP Podcast on Facebook, SAP Podcast on Twitter, and SAP underscore podcast on Instagram. So we're on the socials, like, follow, share, and I do have a bit of breaking news, Sean, about West Ham. As it is yep. transfer deadline day, I do have a bit of news about the mighty West Ham. Yep. Don't fucking say nobody. GSB out. Fuck the owners. <laughs> <laughs> three, three crooks fuck the West Ham owners and everything about them and that's that's my rant over I had to get that I, had, I got it out to start but the, the more I've looked on Twitter the last hour while I've been talking has just really fucking pissed me off no well it's, it's the joys like, like for a while Liverpool were doing very little to no business and I wasn't a happy chappy like but I can't complain too much about the business well, we have done recently. We've uh, been pissed off at them saying that. I'm not happy we didn't sign a big name centre back there because when you've Van Dyke and Gomez and Marup, who's in and out like I don't know what, and you've all the big names injured, you need and a big name not, to come you're in. You're not going to get a big name. Um, but we didn't do it. We've, two, two we've signed. You're not going to get a big name in the middle of the season, and you're not going to get a big name who's just going to uh, pop back out again once anybody's come back. That's, that's why January is a very hard time to sign. But done that because because if you send a world if we send a world class centre half, it'll be a partner for Van Dijk. Gomez will get knocked out because he's injury prone. He's had a lot of injuries for a young player. Well, that's it's more about like a lot of injuries because that's, that's what West, that's why I'm getting thrown out at West Ham. We have no depth. We've loads of defenders. We've a few midfielders. We have a shitload of like flower players. I'm a one senior striker. Like what? If Antonio gets injured, our season's fucked. 
And he's not even actually an outright striker when you think about it. He's played at left. He's back. been he's turned into one on the wing. He's played central midfield. Now he's a central. So, he's the kind of phrase that uh, my mate Stephen said on another podcast. He's like a Swiss Army knife. He has all these different elements to him. Jack of all. I jack of all trades, master of none. But. <laughs> but it's definitely. I think we've sort of found the topics for our shows. We are going to do top fives, drunken stories. Well, drunken slash random Five. stories. It seems to work well. Um, I think maybe next week we'll. But there'll always be a bit of sport. I think maybe next week we'll we'll sort of go away from the drunken side of things. But then again, everything we've done involves drink at some point, like. Uh, we can maybe talk about <laughs> holidays or your best stories from work. Obviously, leaving out the business name because let's be honest, we don't want to give any businesses any bad publicity. Even though everybody who knows just knows go work, but that's not the point. Well, I know. I know I've got my work story then for the next one. I've got it all rather. Uh, is it a work night out or is it within work? I know what it is. It's just how, you'll know it by what I say here, it's about how long I got paid for doing no work. What a story. Well here, tell you what, we don't work for them anymore. We're going to have to think of our best SSE stories. And I think that is a good opportunity for us to, yeah, us to invite 100%. either Connor or Paul on next week. If, if, they're, if they're up for it, Connor, yes, 100%. Connor. That man could tell a story and bring a tear to a tear to a stone. What, what's he like? Yeah, so well, he, he he is good. So we'll see if we can get him on. We'll, we'll hit him up and see if we can get him on. Um, tell him we're going to talk about the we'll SSE. We're going to talk about his friend. See what he thinks. He loves his friend. <laughs> oh, his friend pan. There's no other friend pan like his friend pan. We would get him on. (laughs) So we'll get him on to tell you about his frying pan and also a wee bit of wee bit of life at SSE next week. If we can get if we can get record on, a hundred percent. But we'll still tell our stories if he doesn't. That's all you need. That's a wee teaser. The rumor about a colleague who had a tail. Um, but there's, there's some daughters from, from working there, like, Definitely. 100%. Right, we're coming up. Well, we'll have to leave, well, leave that for next week, so. For that one. Right, so I think we're going to stick to, we'll, we might get another one out this week. Just, maybe not, maybe tomorrow night, just to try and get attraction to the whole, uh, podcast, and then we'll, we'll go, start going to one a week, two a week at a push. Uh, because we don't want everybody yeah. to be updated and we don't want people to to look forward to it rather than it being a, a chore. Obviously, we don't want it to be a chore for us either. Plus, Liverpool and West Ham will play on Wednesday night, so we we'll definitely will not be on a Wednesday. No, um, but I think probably the best best day if we're going down it would be a Sunday yeah, or a Monday. I agree. Um, if we're, if we're da- yeah. doing one a week. Um, even if we've recorded it live on a Sunday and posted it on the Monday, yeah. maybe 
oh, we could do that. And then maybe if we're to say two, we'll just do a, a wee random bonus one during the week as well. Just, just if if, it, if it's going well, we'll do it. Um, or if, if, if something happens that we want to come on and talk about, we can just sort of you know, jump on and talk uh, about it. Like, the day, so, the day, which, which obviously anything can happen the week. And, we'll do a two-hour breaking. We'll do a two-hour we'll breaking news special if Sean dies around. Here, lad. I'm the money man nowadays. Right? People always say this about me, but I'm always the first one that buys the rounds. I get shafted first because I get griefed that much. And I always buy the first round, and then people know me fuck off, and then I don't get my rounds back. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, that, that's always a recurring thing when we're out. Sean gets so. Exactly. That's why we do it. We'll piss you off. Oh, here, this actually reminds me of a funny story. I'll tell before we go. It's about Ganda's, about Ganda's bad moods. Uh, right, go. Right, I. Oh, okay. So our friend Ganda is the typical can dish it out but can't take it. I'm sure everybody has a friend like that. So it was now I'm torn between it being Boxing Day or New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. But we drowned my man got me this jumper for Christmas, right? Wasn't the nicest jumper but I wore it anyway because let's be honest, if you're mad buys you a jumper you wore it. So I wore it out and I knew I was going to get griefed about it. Now, Sean, I'm not sure if you were there that night or at, at the, the back cave side of things. You were definitely there later on the night. Uh, so, so I went around to the back cave, got my dinner, went around to the back cave. I met all the boys that I think Man City or something were playing. So I got the pints in and I sat down at the table and take my coat off and get to seize my jumper. And he goes, what the fuck is that? So he proceeded to slag me for, I'd say, a good 45 minutes about this jumper. Now, I didn't bite once. I was just waiting for my opportunity. I was like a viper, just seizing the opportunity. And he went on and he goes, who knitted that? Stevie Wonder? Ha, ha, ha. Coming out with all these shit one-liners because he's got shit banter. Right. <laughs> yep, just nearly, nearly, nearly lost the phone. <laughs> so anyway, um, just waiting on Ganda to fuck up essentially, so I could maybe get something in. Now, what's one thing if Ganda's talking about his physical appearance? What's the one thing he prides himself on? Yeah, Ganda. Like, are you talking about yeah, the weave? Fringe is her. Obsessed with this this haircut of his, and need nobody say a bad word about it, or you're just gonna see his full wrath. So, 45 minutes of me getting sh- grief about this shit jumper that I had on, which in fairness was a shit jumper, but my mom bought me it, so of course I'm gonna wear it. And I just turned around and I looked him dead in the eye and I goes, I just goes, look at the state of your fringe. World War fucking three, bro- World War four broke out. They skipped the third one. That's how bad it was. And he stood up and he started yelling, "Dickhead, who the fuck do you think you are? I swear to fuck, I'm going home." And he got his coat and he left. He fucking left. And we were all <laughs> planning to go to our friend Lisa's house for a carry out. 
And he got up and he, we were all, Jesus Christ, is he serious? And so about half an hour later anyway, we all went down to Lisa's. And he was standing in the corner in Lisa's kitchen, peeling the label off a beer bottle. There's no way, he always, he always had to be playing with something fidgeting. And I just goes to him, well, well, yeah, yeah. you right. And he just says, fuck off, would you? And that is, that's, that's of being the typical, can give it and can't take it. The hopper that he was. The hopper with a wave. <laughs> oh, Gander's a good lad, good lad. He is a good lad now. Which is crazy. He is a Dan as well, this. Jackie Morris is next. Mark my words. I... I don't know. I don't know. Um, but all I'm saying is I'm not going to be anywhere near it at all. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping away from that for a while. Ah, uh, that's that's the, maybe when I'm in the thirties when I give when I, when I retire from drinking. Scotty Too Hotty, one of the SSE regulars, has just wrote, "I want in, lads." Scott, if you have a set of earphones. Is it Scotty? Scotty I know, I just noticed there, I just seen that. We'll get him on someday too, but we're, I think we're sort of fresh right. out of time right. on this we'll, one. We'll get you on next um, time, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop, because we'll have SSE stories we'll want to get in. But here, Scott, while you're there. So we can definitely even get a, we can get a few of them. <laughs> what do you call a fish with no eyes? Ah. Fucking hell, he loves it. <laughs> oh, there he's loving it. Want a head, Scott? What do you call it? <laughs> fucking hell. Oh. Was it me told? Was it was it me yeah, told that joke? Was, oh, it was me. What do you call it? We were watching the uh, transfer deadline day. Remember that guy oh, was work, and we were watching transfer deadline day, and Wes Ham said yeah. somebody, and Wes Ham always do this. Come on, you irons, for the new sign. <laughs> I remember showing Scott. I can't even know who it was saying, but he, instead of saying, come on, yarn, he went, come on, you irons. <laughs> and Scott died for about a week. No, but definitely, Scott and Flesley went on, if, if they can get on too. Like, so, so next week, if we do decide, if we can get everybody involved, we'll get McCord on for a while, we'll pull Scotty on, we'll pull Flesley on, we'll get yeah. stories from everybody. I think I'll be a good crack. Scott, Scott and... Yeah. I think we need to get that set up for, for next week. SSE history. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to get talking to Scott to see if we can talk, tell that full story because um, it's quite an interesting one, to say the least. You just said there, it's all about Michael Costello. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a man. What a man. Yeah, a man. There's no Second Amendment rights in, in Ireland because we'd all be dead. I was safe though. I was safe. He told me I was safe for six weeks. I was safe. I don't know how. I am safe. Um, but how long have forgotten the clock around? Last the hour, so I think we'll 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 leave it we'll leave it for there because I need to get charred and get ready for my kit. I have to get the child and all the more. And I'm gonna have off. Yeah. So, 
so next week we're going to go what top five movies. Um, we're going to talk about our SSE days, and that'll probably actually take up the hour. Like, uh, and I will try and squeeze another another story of Bernie's banter. Another wee Bernie's banter. Try and try and get a short one. Um, because if we're getting the lads on, because if we get record on, we'll record we'll take up probably half an hour on his own. Um, <laughs> and then we'll get try and get Scotty and Felicity yeah. on too. And then Duff, if he wants to join as well. If the podcast goes on a bit longer next week, you know why, because there's a lot of stories. It might have to be a (laughs) two-parter. I think we'll we'll probably will need a piss break, like. Like, maybe record one live, and then record the next one live after, but post the second one the next day, sort of thing, like a two... Like a Sunday. That's it. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it there. I, I've been on. Yeah, so Sean, and we'll we'll stick this recording so, up on on the socials if you want to listen back to it if you missed maybe the early parts of it. We'll get that up ASAP. Uh, I, oh wait, wait! I've got a thing for that. I, there we go. Right. On that note, fuck off, Sean. <laughs> there we go. Right, see you later. Good night. <laughs>